Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to this bite-sized episode in which I take one lesson from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Hello and welcome back to the show. Simon Mundy here. And let me start with a quote which summarizes the work or some of the work of Aristotle. And it goes, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act but a habit. Now, when it comes to habits, one of the world's top experts is Professor BJ Fogg. He has spent 20 years researching and teaching insights about human behavior, including at Stanford, and he's the author of the bestseller, Tiny Habits. And in this episode, BJ happily busts the myth that habit is about repetition. He illustrates his tiny habits method by discussing some of his long-standing bathroom habits. He explains why we can't rely on motivation and the importance of fostering a feeling of success. So to help hone your healthy and positive habits, here is Professor BJ Fogg. That's one of the common myths about habit is that repetition creates the habit. That's not true. And if people want to just look this up for themselves, type in L-A-L-L-Y space 2009. You will find the study that people refer to. That study does not show, and you'll see this even reading the abstract, it does not show a causal effect between a repetition and habit formation. It's a correlation. It's not causal but people have misinterpreted that study and that meme has been perpetuated to millions and millions of people, unfortunately, and it sets them up to pursue habits in the wrong way. Repetition is not the key. That's not what wires in habits. It's our emotion as we do that behavior. And the emotion is what reinforces, and by reinforces, I, I mean, it makes the behavior more likely 
to occur in the future. So it's emotions that create habits, not repetition. Being able to create emotion or summon emotion on demand is one of the key elements of your program. And we'll get to that. But before we do that, I want to talk about probably the fundamental thing, and it's the implication is in the title of your book, is to go really small. Yes. Now, the tiny habit recipe goes like this. After I pee, I will do two push-ups. And I, and I do that only when I'm at home. You know, I don't do it while I'm at Stanford. Uh, I've done it a few times there, but I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. And I put the paper towels on the floor and it's like, no, this is crazy. I don't do it in hotel rooms anymore. Um, but, you know, just two push-ups. Now, you, I can always do more if I want to. But what people have misinterpreted in my work is like, oh, you start with two push-ups, then you do three, then you do four, then you do five, and you raise the bar. And that's not the tiny habits method at all. Um, the tiny habits method is you set the bar low. And if you want to do more, even the first day you can, and you don't ever raise the bar on yourself. So now years later, there'll be times like yesterday, I was pretty tired. I did three push-ups and a little stretch and I was done, you know, which... After years and years of push-ups, that's not very impressive, but that's what I could do in that moment. And so with Tiny Habits, you have that kind of flexibility. You do as big of the behavior as you want, as you can in that moment. And the times when you only can do three, that's fine. You say, good for me, I did it, and you go on with your day. So yeah. there's a flexibility in Tiny Habits, but the method is to set the bar low and keep it low. You don't raise the bar on yourself. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, you've repeated it, but I just think that's so worth repeating again. So the bar never moves up. You may move up uh, on any yeah. given day when your motivation is high, but the bar never changes. So with you and your bathroom habits in terms of your two push-ups when you're at home, so how long has this been a habit and how long have you had it at two push-ups? Probably, probably eight or 10 years. Wow. You know, eight or 10 years. And it's a great habit to have. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a great habit because it opens the door to other habits. And yes, you do get stronger and you can do more push-ups and all that. But the way it works, Simon, is whenever you do more than the baseline, whenever you do more than the minimum, you look at it as extra credit. So that's one reason you don't raise the bar because if I'm raising the bar to 12 or 15 or 20, then if I do 20, I'm like, okay, I achieved the minimum. No. When I do 20, I'm like, oh my gosh, I got 18 extra. Good for me. So notice yeah. that helps me feel successful. It helps yeah, yeah. me feel shine. It helps me keep that habit alive when I view those extras as extra credit and not a requirement. And motivation is a key thing. And gyms are the classic example, right? So gyms pre-COVID survived on the basis that they know they're going to get you know, <laughs> 25% of the people through their doors between January 1st and January 20th. And that will keep them going for the rest of the year. But half of them, if not more, will end up dropping off because we all mm -hmm. have that motivation on January 1st, right? And then we project that motivation out into the future like we're always yeah. going to feel like that. But it doesn't work like that at all. No, you're right. As we project into the future, we humans are pretty bad at that. The motivation we feel in the moment we often think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to continue to be motivated. But 
as we know from looking realistically at our lives, our motivation shifts around. So the motivation yeah. for the gym will fluctuate because maybe the motivation to get your kid ready for school is higher that day, or the motivation like here in California to prepare for wildfires is higher than going to the gym today. So our motivation will shift around and that's not a flaw in human nature. That's a good thing. Cause imagine if we were motivated to do all things at all times, that would lead to a pretty terrible life. So the fact that our motivation shifts around and it may not always be on going to the gym is just human nature. And in my work, I've acknowledged that and I've named it. I call it the motivation wave. Weirdly enough, in the academic work on motivation, there is not a long tradition that looks at how motivation fluctuates over time or how motivation shifts. It's, there's this, this huge gap. And the earliest studies I can find that even started to address it were about 2007, and it was in language learning classrooms. Okay, So there's not decades of academic research on the fluctuation. The, the, dynamic nature of motivation. And that means it hadn't really been given a name. So now we have one, it's called the motivation wave and it will go up and down over time. Um, there's things we're more motivated to do in the morning than the evening. There's things we're more motivated to do on Sundays than on work days. There's things we're more motivated to do on Mondays rather than Fridays. There are things we're motivated to do on Fridays that we wouldn't be, et cetera. It's just how we are. And what Tiny Habits does is you set the bar so low, then you make it so easy that you don't have to have much motivation. Your motivation can be quite low. You can still do two push-ups or take a sip of water. And so you can be really consistent with the habit no matter what. And this brings us to then the three keys, as it were. So you talk about motivation, ability, and prompt. Behavior happens when motivation, ability, and prompt come together at the same moment. That describes all of behaviors, including habits, um, including one-time actions, including temporary behaviors, including behaviors you want to stop. It always comes down to motivation, ability, prompt. Now, translating that to the tiny habits method, motivation, pick habits you already want to do, first and foremost, all right? So it's not like you find some external thing to motivate you, um, find, habits and that that you want that you you naturally are motivated to do now your motivation will still fluctuate but the mistake is to think oh my gosh i heard bj Vogue talk about tiny habits and now i can create this habit on this thing that i hate doing now now it, it doesn't pick habits that you want as you get more skilled in habit formation you can start working more and more on the shoulds like oh, i really should be doing this but start with habits you want so that's motivation ability We've talked about this. You take the habit and you make it so simple that it takes very little time, very little effort, very little thinking. So that's the ability component. The prompt component, we've talked about this a, li a little bit, is you find where it fits naturally in your routine. So you use an existing routine like peeing or brushing your teeth to be the prompt for the new habit, whether that's push-ups or reading a book. And so that's how Tiny Habits maps to the behavior model. And it was looking at my own graphical version of the behavior model. It was, Simon, it was me literally looking at my own graphic that described my behavior model, which people can find at behaviormodel.org, where I looked at the bottom right-hand corner 
And I was like, oh my gosh, in this region, you'll do the behavior, even if motivation is low, if the behavior is easy enough. That was the insight. It's like, if I make it so easy, then I don't have to have lots of motivation and it will still happen as long as there's a prompt. So there's a direct connection between that model, you know, motivation ability prompt that characterizes all behaviors and then the, the method, the tiny habits method. Now, another key part then of your model, this is something I think that distinguishes you from many other people. And I think it really ties in very well with your personality, which is jovial, which is upbeat, which is optimistic. And it's about celebration. The insight that came to, it came to me by accident. And I thought it would be very controversial, but it's been one of the most widely embraced aspects of my book is that you can create a positive emotion on demand and you can help wire in that habit quickly. And the emotion you're shooting for is the feeling of success. There's other emotions that will wire in habits, such as the feeling of relief or pleasure or humor, but that's harder to cause humor on demand or relief on demand. But the feeling of success is something that's available, I think, to everybody in different ways. And there's over a hundred techniques for feeling successful in the moment. And you got to find what works for you. Now, some people can cause that positive emotion just by thinking about it. Some people need to do a physical movement and you know, fist pumps, uh, little dances, jigs. Some people smile in the mirror. On the other end of the, and yes, you Brits, you can celebrate. You have more subtle ways of doing it, but yes, there are ways. Um, but if somebody finds it really hard to summons up that emotion, one thing that I recommend it is it's a purpose-focused celebration. So for example, uh, let's say I take this vitamin, it's fish oil, okay? So I don't love taking a fish oil and vitamin because it's kind of like burps back up and stuff like that. So it's not in and of itself a wonderful thing to do, like eating chocolate might be. But let's say I take this fish oil vitamin and I want to wire it in a habit. As I'm taking it, I can think of how this is helping me achieve a higher purpose in my life. And one of my higher purposes is to tell people the truth about how habits work and to give them ways of doing it. In other words, give them hope. So as I take this, if I'm thinking, good for you, BJ, this is going to allow you to bring more hope and happiness into the world. So if I focus on a really, really important life's mission and I connect this behavior of taking the fish oil with that, then I, in that moment, I'm feeling successful and helping mm. me achieve that life's purpose. For listening to this episode with bj fogg the full-length episodes in the back catalog number 64 as ever i'd love to hear your thoughts and suggestions via simonmundy.com and you can sign up for my newsletter to monday on monday until next time thank you and goodbye hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.